a lot of people right now are faced with the opportunity to try something new. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Strategy Show. I'm your host, Simon Severino. Today, I'm super pumped to have Trevinia here. Hi, Trevinia. Hey, how you doing? She is the CEO of Priority VA, and she has a ton of experience and some couple of tools that really work. Today, I want to ask her one million questions about this remote work thing that for some is something that they do since years and it's natural, but for many of us right now, it's something new. So how to make this remote collaboration really happen and happen smooth? Hey, Simon, you know, a lot of people right now are faced with the opportunity to try something new. Many people never thought virtual would work. You know, when I worked in corporate, I used to try and explain to my management team, like, I could do everything that I do from home. And I would come up with, you know, spreadsheets and all this data that showed how much money they would save if they would just let us work from home. And nobody ever agreed to it until I got pregnant and I was going to take five months of maternity leave off. And then they're like, remember that work from home thing? Do you want to try it? And I was like, yes, let's try it. Uh, and so now a lot of companies are embracing the idea of remote, but that brings with it a different set of challenges, right? There's no more, hey, can you come into my office real quick when you see someone walking down the hall? Or, you know, there's no like meeting at the water cooler to see how your weekend was. And so remote work requires us to embrace a different mode of communication. And Priority VA, the company that I founded eight years ago, decided that we needed a way to communicate to founders that they still had a responsibility to their teams, even though they were virtual. And we came up with, of course, alliteration, because I love it, but we came up with these four E's. I really should think of a better name for it, but it's just the four E's. Uh, and, and it helps us communicate to founders and executives how they need to embrace their work with one another. And so the first E that we believe every founder needs to embody is encouragement. Now, everyone on your team, whether they're virtual or in person or not, needs to feel a sense of encouragement in their work with you. And so we need to find out how people feel encouraged, right? There is a, there's a book by, um, oh, Gary Chapman, I think, and it's called The Five Love Languages. And they have a work version of this that are the five languages of appreciation. And if you would take the time to go through those, their free online tests and do those with your team and figure out how they feel a sense of encouragement, then that helps you when things are rough or when you need to pull the best out of your people. It helps you to communicate with them in a way that they're going to understand. So for instance, if you have an assistant and her primary language of appreciation is words of affirmation, and you send her a Starbucks gift card, which would be gifts, a different language of appreciation, she doesn't really care about the Starbucks gift card. She might be grateful for it, but it's not really gonna hit on her center of encouragement. But if you write in the notes on that Starbucks gift card, thank you so much, Sarah, for all the work you did on that project. You really saved my butt the other day. I appreciate you. That is what she's going to put on her whiteboard, right, in her, in her office so that she sees it every day. And so you've got to figure out how to encourage your team, not in the way that you need encouragement, but in the way they need encouragement. Does that make sense? Beautiful. 
Beautiful. Yeah. You want to make your sales more repeatable and reliable? Do you want to have less volatility and more growth in your revenue per month? At Strategy Sprints, we do only one thing, strategy and sprints. Strategy means having more revenue through a better offer. And sprints means having more energy in your team every week. Check out if your ROI is as high as it is for most service-based and online businesses and startups we work with, which is over 100%. You can see it in just 15 minutes by going to strategysprints.com sales and completing our online exercise to know what your ROI would be with our accelerator program. We are ready to sprint. Are you? So then the second E is equip. I think a lot of times we hire people, bring them into our business and we're like, go do it. Go fix the thing, right? Uh, here's a manual that we created seven years ago that hasn't been updated with anything. <laughs> go figure it out. And we're not really equipping our team to do the best, right? We might not have the resources to buy the software or the, the piece of equipment that they need. And so we've got to take into consideration, what does my team need to be equipped to do the job I have called them to do? Do they need information from you? Do they need a subscription to a software that will help them do their job a little bit better? We have to go through and figure out what does our team need and ask them. They will tell you, but you have to be willing to receive that and hear it and then look at your budget and figure out how you can make it happen. I once worked with a client and we didn't have the resources to do a lot of things. And so, but I told her I needed this specific piece of software, but it was like a couple hundred dollars a month. And so we put a plan together that within the next 90 days, we'd figure out how we could afford that software, right? Because she wanted to equip me to do my job. When we ultimately ended up doing that, we ended up actually making more revenue as a result because I had what I needed to make the, the campaigns work faster and better, right? So we've got to equip our team. And then once you've encouraged them, right, they know what they're supposed to do and you're, you're kind of cheerleading them along the way they needed and you're equipping them, then you've got to empower them. And this really, I can't say it any more plainly than to say back off, right? You've got to empower them to do the job that you hired them to do. Sometimes I see people come into our business and they're what I call a helicopter CEO, right? They hover and they have to double check everything and no, no Instagram images can go out unless they've approved it, right? And what happens then is we end up prohibiting our team from being creative and doing the things that they're actually really good at because we fail to empower them to do what we hired them to do. And so I think that piece is really important as well. Do you have any questions about that or I'll keep going? Go, go. <laughs> the final piece of building a solid relationship with a virtual team is that you've got to engage with them. And I see this most often with CEOs and their executive assistants, where CEOs busy, they've got a lot on their mind, or they've got an important talk that they're giving coming up soon, and they just cancel their appointment five minutes before they meet with their executive assistant, right? The EA gets put on the back burner all the time and they're used to it and they're used to sort of finding their way in to get the answers that they need but more than anything in this remote space you have got to engage with your team whether that's creating slack as a tool that we use it's a communication um, tool that some people might not be aware of but we have a, a channel in our slack that is just simply called ooo out of office right 
engage with your team. Tell them when you're going off grid and you're going to be like head down getting work done instead of just ghosting them and being gone for a long time. And engaging with them really is twofold. It means sharing with them what's going well. It means sharing with them what's not going well. It, it's be making yourself available to a team that needs you now more than ever. I see it, Simon, that all these teams are going remote and they're, nobody knows what to do. Nobody knows what projects are going on. Like everyone's just sort of fumbling. They're like, do I, do I do laundry right now? Do I help my kids right now? Do I work on that project? Are we doing that? And I think this is where our leadership really has to come into play, Simon, where we are engaging with our team and helping them understand what are we doing in the middle of this crisis? What can they expect? What projects should they be working on? What are the must do's or like, we've got to get this done today. And then what are the may do's, right? My, my kids used to do this when they were in like first grade, they, their teachers would give them assignments that they had to do that morning. And then if they got those things done, then they could work on the may do's. The same thing is true for us in the remote space right now. And so engage with your team so they know exactly what they need to be focused on. We all know that working in sprints is better, but how do we know what we should work on? You're in luck because we have a 15 minute exercise that will give you complete clarity on where to take your project next. Go to strategysprints.com sales to complete our short exercise and meet one-on-one -on -one with an expert sprint coach to identify your number one bottleneck. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed that episode of the strategy show. Make sure to like this video below and subscribe so that you can stay up to date with every episode of The Strategy Show. Get daily CEO tips from CEOs for CEOs.